This podcast may contain adult themes and odd sweary word. If this is not for you, then turn off now. Welcome back, one and all, to this week's Beyond Canal Park podcast. It is a Beyond Hamden Park special again this week, as we could not miss the opportunity to revel in the glory of Scotland's fantastic week. Gaining the seven points required to not only get promoted to League A, taking England's place as they fall through the trapdoor to League B, but also securing a guaranteed playoff place for the Euros in Germany 2024 and a pot two place in the next couple of rounds of qualifying. Here to bask in the second hand success is the stalwart John McClay. How are we doing, John? Hi, good. Just coming to you from track out. And the ubiquitous Colin Brook. How are you doing tonight? Good, lads. Great stuff. Uh, that 3 0 win against Ukraine seems like so long ago, but let's relive some of the best moments of the week and hear what we've got to say. Taking the campaign, this campaign, to their last game. Ask the players, let's make the next step so that we can show everybody that we're improving. We know how to get to the last step. I didn't use the words glorious failure, but I said let's make sure that we take the next step. Because then we'll feel good about ourselves. The supporters tonight, magnificent. But they're going away feeling great. The connection between the supporters and the players is fantastic. That's what we're working towards. But now we've reached part two, now we're in the A group of uh, the Nations League. We don't want to stop. We want to keep getting better and better if we can. Playoff secure, that's what I forgot to say. Mm-hmm. Playoff secure. secure. Just in case you need it. Just in case. I don't think with this group of players that we'll need it. Well, 
Well, Steve Clark certainly not as pessimistic as our predictions were. <laughs> certainly, my predictions were in the last pod. Um, the pessimistic predictions obviously backfired, as they always tend to do. We are predictions, but uh, it was it was great. Uh, there was a lot of it we said in the last pod. A load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to that anyway. But uh, this this week in the Nations League campaign in general, will have far reaching consequences for the next few years for the Scottish national team. Will it, Nebrugge? in terms of pots and qualifying for tournaments. Yeah, absolutely. And, and by the way, can I just say I'm delighted to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you said seven points in the no, game. I did. <laughs> I, I did. But I'm not going to grab on that because I was as pessimistic as you boys. But um, <laughs> no, I think we've said in previous pots, especially around the Euros times, that um, we had to kind of get on the sort of same we run as the likes of Wales and that I've done before and when you're on the ups sort mm-hmm. of keep capitalising and uh, one thing sort of improves everything else improves you get better draws you know you're better seeded better pots right. and you just can start to grow and as your team grows and you work through you get more tournaments and stuff so we seem to still be on that path and I'm just I can never I mean what a, what a week eh? unbelievable buzzing, buzzing. and uh, John uh, Scott, what a brook he's gone through. Are you are you in Florida? Hurricane in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, Scotland's home form, in particular in the Nations League, has been fantastic. And you know, if it is it six wins and a and a draw uh, across the Nations Leagues, we've never lost. No, at home no. And, Hamden, and that's so. form that that's got us the league. Eh? Yep, and uh, it's the same. And all levels of football, if your home form's good, you give yourself a fighting chance. Um, mm-hmm. And yep. We had to win at two home games to to stand a chance, and the boys got a job done. Like it was, especially Ukraine. It was almost like it was it was easy. Aye. Yeah, second half against Ukraine was it's up there with as good as I've ever seen us at Hamden. Um, it was the more we the more we came forward, it was the more the performance grew and grew, and and everybody just sort of chipped in. It was absolutely. Unbelievable to watch. Um, so I look around after the third goal goes in, and folk have got their hands in their head, and right, it is it's it's almost <laughs> and a unbelievable. good way for a change. It, yeah. uh, it was the uh, the quote of the of the week. It seemed to be that it was three very different performances. Uh, I heard them <laughs> few folks saying that, and it's true enough. Three three good performances, but they were every one of them was different, and it just shows the. Maybe the tactical now, a Clark obviously changing up the formation, the squad depth uh, and the ability that we've now got and the versatility in our squad. I think fit of our players stepped in, did the job that Clark asked them to do and I think a lot of it, kind of credit has to go to players but a lot of it has to yep. go to Clark as well because he has got a group of players are uh, kind of going the same way and and that just showed, um, regardless if I played, um, performance was still still there. But you're right, the three performances were totally different. I mean, as good as we played against Ukraine in the second half, the first half against Ireland was absolutely honking. <laughs> um, but it was almost a mere pleasing win to... To go and dig it out, because uh, yeah. in campaigns gone by, we'd have lost that 1-2-0. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. And in, equally in Ukraine, we would have lost a late goal or something, uh, in the away game so uh, yep yeah. um, I mean even for the first game if we take that game first wasn't that quite a full strength at the squad depth was there and the guys that came in obviously Robertson was missing a couple others were missing Hanley missed it we, we thought ooh we're looking ropey at the back but uh, you know I think we did Gordon here save to Mac in that game I can't mind a Mac in a save 
Uh, and we peppered their goal. We yeah. should have scored more. No, they didn't have a shot on target in that first game. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we were all talking about the defence in the pod beforehand and, and other people were talking about the potential lineups with the players that were missing. But, I mean, Scott McKenna and Jack Hendry at centre defence in, in a four and we've not played in a four for a, a sure long I time. I that four. I think Maybe I was a prediction that actually went right. That was probably yeah. one of the biggest surprises to, for me. Was Fantastic. That, uh, we, 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 we were sitting in the, in the shed, weren't we? on the beers and we're looking at a team and your cousin was adamant that's a back five I could, I thought Tom McTominay was going to be in the back but that McTominay had a great game in that game as well in the, the holding role he's just not a defender no he's, mm. he's finally kind of stepped up and made that position probably his A and if he's fit then they bloody yeah. suspended um, and he's he, I mean he's been doing a business for United during the last few games and I think confidence showed um, in that First couple of games for sure, definitely. It was brilliant. I think we have to say here we'll, we'll probably praise him enough uh, a lot in this pod, but I have to say, well done, Stevie Clark. He seems to have an answer for everything. You know, we were um, without quite a few key personnel. We had been, I convincingly beaten by Ukraine in the same pitch, mm. and then. You know he's he's looked at it. He's managed to change the formation, change how we're approaching the game. He's using different personnel. And wow, do you think that that change back four was in response to what happened against Ukraine and Ireland in the last game, or the response to the personnel he had available? <laughs> I think if Robertson had been in the squad, Tierney and Robertson would have definitely both played. Whether that would have been a three at the back or or a four would. <laughs> Oh, Shadow's Shadow not happy with that shout. He's not happy with that shout. He's not having that. He's not having Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, he's my captain, Shadow. Come on. Yeah. Um, no, I think... So, so what does he do then? I mean, I mean, we've now got a couple of different formations that we can be happy and quite um, convinced that the team are able to play depending on who your opponents are. But what does he do with... Does he play Tierney at left centre-back? I'm not convinced Tierney's a left centre-back, so... Hey, that's a... I think it'll depend on, on Faber play against because I can't see him leaving out either Tierney or Roberts. No, no, I think if they're fit, they both play. But I think I think Tierney has done well for Scotland in that left centre back role. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Aye, in a three. Aye, oh, aye. But in a two, in a two, no, no. I, I kind of see them both playing in a in a four at the back, um, which will mean somebody could get left out if the opponents. Require it, um, but mind you, Nations League A level, I can't see is playing MB without five at the back. <laughs> at least, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a problem for the future. I don't need to worry about that just now. No, certainly, no. No. certainly, no. up top, Adams ran, ran them ragged, particularly in that game, didn't he? And I think Clark got that right as well. He, he got the balance between Adams and, and Dykes right, and he brought Dykes on just exactly at the right time. And they were absolutely knackered. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would totally agree. Um, I was cursing the decision in the second game with Dyke starting because I think against Ireland, I think Adams in that first half would probably have just been a bit more mobile and would maybe have helped us get the ball up mm-hmm. top a bit better. But when you look back over the balance of the three games, Clark got it completely right. 
Adams wasn't managing to play all three 90 minutes so Adams even looked tired against Ukraine in that yep. last game him and McGinn I thought looked pretty tired yeah uh, McGinn did but he he battled through it and just his presence on the pitch I think is marks in odds for us ah, oh I that big cheer <laughs> and uh, yeah he was happy after the the last Ukraine game wasn't he felt like a win <laughs> aye it's the second best ever 0-0 no, no win um, <laughs> Second best ever nil nil win. Can <laughs> <laughs> I was relying again for a wee a wee funny interview after a game? <laughs> so I, I didn't see. I, I honestly didn't see us getting getting the win over Ireland at half time. Eh? I, I, I was really worried. I was obviously I, I, we were doing ourselves at the first game against Ukraine, but I, I took my wee boy doing he's seven to the Ireland game. And actually, it was late at night. It was quite a late night for him, and it'd been a big day and stuff. And we did him whipped up, and then he, you know, he got a wee bit upset at halftime. He's like, "I'd never want to come back to a Scotland game again." And he, 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 he had times I've heard you say it, uh, like father, like son. Was he greeting like you now? He did have a wee bubble, <laughs> but I have to thank Stevie Clark and the team because at that point I didn't care for to say. I was like, I was like, look, that's that's not how you support a team. We stay, we get, you know. We it's not like you them. can promise that if it's going to no, get I, 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 like that, no. I says you wait and see the second half it'll be different <laughs> Scotland will come out and we'll get a goal I promise and at that point I'm thinking oh. please fucking score a goal I was like, <laughs> and Clark we trust eh? huh? <laughs> um, so going back to that first game Brookie, again, you were really worried about the, the old Queen minutes applause it went off with, with much of a hitch eh? there wasn't the rumbles in the stand that you were predicting no, yeah, I mean, rumbles. it was, was a, a lot. Fair boo, like, uh, it was uh, a bit boo. Good, but that's to be expected. Kevin, I, I, was, think, I, I, I thought it was very poor. Um, Nay, Andy Gorham tributed to any of the matches. Obviously, the Ireland match yep. wasn't going to be... If they'd lumped that in with the, the Queen, <laughs> then maybe uh, it wouldn't have been so bad. <laughs> well, if they paid for the Ireland match, it could have been a different story. <laughs> no, but in no, serious I... note, Ken, probably our best goalie in the last 30 years. Up no, there, yep. no tribute, no no mention. First we spoke about that mm-hmm. in our chats before uh, a couple of weeks ago when well when they announced that we were uh, discussing the the minutes uh, applause for the queen and we were uh, saying well fit about Andy Gorham um, because if the queen hadn't sort of died in the lead up to these games you'd expect there maybe would have been something for Andy Gorham and quite rightly so um, so uh, that's all you can hope is maybe that there's something further down the line sure. I would say in a lot of places in Scotland Andy Gorham's popularity is uh, certainly rivals that of Queen Elizabeth II <laughs> 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 certainly in Scottish football fans uh-huh. but uh, do we need to maybe mention uh, somebody I was goes on the radar and another guy that we've probably had both barrels out for in the past uh, Callum McGregor stepped up these three games you know, I thought he was quality and in the Ukraine games, not so great against Ireland in the first half. He gave the ball away a few times, but overall makes the team tick new, doesn't he? He's certainly nailed doing a starting spot in, in the 11. Um, the Ukraine game, the first game, I thought he was really good. Every time he got in the bye, he was quite positive. He looked forward with the, with the pass. Um, the Ireland game, he was pish, actually, to be honest. <laughs> he shot it, shot it for their goal, eh? Uh, he, annoyed me. The he had a chance to go and uh, compete for the heater, and he the, just... There was another one in the last Ukraine game for him and Armstrong just barely left it teaching, and the boy got a free volley. Uh, that was the only moment I thought, ooh, mm-hmm. that was in the last yeah. 10 or something. 
Uh, if you're being really kind to McGregor there, he's maybe looking at the boy and thinking, if I fly in here, I'm going to give away a penalty. Yeah. But that's being very kind to look like he's just shot it. Uh, and he almost, I mean, they had a, Ireland had a really good chance yeah. and McGregor passed it to them. For was that, that when Parrot was through and missed? Aye. Yeah. Aye. McGregor gave a bad, bad edge of their box and... And McGinn never got booked for that. Was it McGinn that tried to half a boy? Half a boy I hate that big swipe. He him. I <laughs> thought that was still a booking. Like, but, um, I'm not sure if it was McGinn, was it? Maybe it was. I had a fair right. Totally missed him. <laughs> Christie, was it? Eh? Christie did get a booking, I think, for that. I thought in the in the first game, came. I think it was still at 0-0. Maybe it was 1-0. But from Patterson went off, I thought, oh, this is... And he was playing well up to that point, mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, we're taking Hickey on for struggled against them in the in the first right. game, but Hickey was absolutely brilliant at right back against Ukraine. Hickey was yep. pretty tremendous in in other games, really. Yeah, he was fantastic. I mean, in the last lining game, up I mean, that last game with Kieran Tierney, I thought, oh, no, uh, mm-hmm. I felt a wee bit in the in the Irish game that when we had mere possession, he struggled a wee bit mere attacking. Mm. Just because he couldn't whip a bar in with the right peg. Uh, yeah. And I actually thought Ralston did quite well when he came on. I was quite surprised Ralston didn't start the last game. We hit in the left. I, I expected that, but he obviously. Because I still think Taylor's push. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he, he did okay. I think he's well um, to the in order for me. Like, uh, he did okay against Ukraine away in the third game. I mean, up against Yarmolenko and that. But there was. T- Two or three moments in the first half when I thought, "Oh fuck!" And then he, they they picked up, uh, they over they loaded that side. They were, they yeah. were kind of the key, and that was a weak the weak link. Like especially, I think it was at Kenny McLean. It was ahead of him really. Mm-hmm. I think they targeted yeah. him, but uh, I don't know. He gets many games if if Abdi's fit. Again, Hickey's ahead of him for for left back now. Although it was funny, Clark's Clark comments before the second Ukraine game was. Um, We've got two options on the right We Tony as in Ralston mm. And Hickey And we've two options on the left With Doig and oh, I forgot Doig Taylor. He in the squad <laughs> <laughs> But he brought away Kingsley on the left He, he looked at uh, his depth a bit you know, like, Oh I liked him I thought he did alright Sold enough <laughs> The thing is Abdi ended up being sold enough They got a job uh, done So it's it's easy to look past the, the wee bits And we probably should Because uh, the three performances we kind of crumble it. Oh, uh, uh, I think one of the uh, Steve Clark touched on it, but um, massive standout for me. Um, uh, there's a lot of them, but one of them, and we gave him a wee bit in the last pod. But Jack Henry was unbelievable. I, I was I really worried. He gives Jack Jack Henry yeah. quality. Yeah. I think really I've really actually, if we if we pause there, I think we've actually got Clark speaking about him and Porteous, who also we were pretty scared about stuff. <laughs> Ryan Porteous, first cap. Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. That's why I picked him. I look at what he's doing in training. I know he's taking on board the messages. I know that the, the lad is determined to do well. So we put him in, he, he's great. But special mention for Jack Henry beside him. Jack with very few minutes on the pitch. Three big matches. People probably expect something like that from a from a Callum McGregor who does it week in, week out at his club. John McGinn can do it. Craig Gordon and Goal could do it. The only other one I asked to do the, the three game shift was Jack Henry. Outstanding. 
He's right enough, I think. I mean, Boris, let's say, let's hear a lot better game than probably any of us expected. Um, at times, he, he looked quite composed, even. Uh, but Jack Henry did bail him out a few times, and across the games, Henry was was pretty good, pretty solid. Certainly, the the best centre half out of the the Eans that were on that the played. pitch. Right. Although saying that, McKenna did did really well as well, yep. and I was quite critical of McKenna before. I think the thing we. The thing we at centre halves and Portis in particular is it's okay being concentrated and, and focused for one game. game. <laughs> you need to do it consistently to so. cut it at that kind of level. And hey, hopefully he can he can screw the nut a wee bit because he is a bit mental. We in a bit humble pie on on Portis, Brookie. You think you can yeah. you can kick on new or? Yeah, I, I mean we even amongst ourselves were trying to pick the team. Um, and we all thought that because of his experience in Serbia that maybe even Declan Gallagher would come in ahead of Porteous. We're, uh, so, we're, we're good yeah. at us though because we, we I give folk uh, both barrels and then they turn it <laughs> Mike and Hanley turned it into Franco Baresi after <laughs> we totally slaughtered him. He's changed back. He's back again now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get stuck into him. But um, ah, fair play to the boy. Um, he did well. It's, it's difficult for me as an Aberdeen fan like just a week after he's, he's basically Played the panel villain and and causing uh, Aberdeen losing a game, oh, all right. that stuff that went with it. Was it three one? Um, <laughs> aye. <laughs> well, but we were leading at the time, and then uh, he sort of uh, conned the ref and 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 went up. But, hey, that's a part of football, um, and it's near no surprise to MD. Uh, he's he's done that before. I wasn't that worried about him. Um, to be honest, I mean, fair play if you can get away with it. If it's your team, you're happy with it. Um, but top shit thousand. Aye, it is, it is. But I thought he did really well. He's a, he's quite an aggressive defender, isn't he? I mean, he's there was a few times he stepped out off the line and sort of went chasing a boy who'd come deep. And I thought, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just stay where you are. You've no need to come out there because if you didn't get the boy and you missed the bar, mm-hmm. we're, we're fucked. But he, I didn't think he, he missed once. And I thought, brilliant. And uh, also let's say hats off to Steve Clark that high line away to Ukraine in the final match was brilliantly he had them well drilled the boys knew what they were doing and I think they must have been caught offside I'll need to have a wee look at the stats but oh, the boy was off a little bit it was brilliant just blow a whistle and get a flag up like oh, it what a grind especially so in the stadium see, see if you're watching the TV you prop, in the stadium like oh fuck it's a goal through again I. <laughs> The amount of times you, aye, the flag was ages getting up. Aye, no. So it's, it's only a matter of time before they let that go through and somebody gets hurt like, when no. they could, when it was obvious and they could have called it. Um, so yeah, uh, the, but, Clark, uh, Clark, Clark I had, was good. I thought I, I sort of read somewhere Clark had said that most of the training in the lead up to these games was in the lecture room and, and walkthroughs, and it's obviously worked. The Abdi came their job and were well drilled. And that's got to be uh, Steve Clark and his team have got to get credit for that. Definitely, I think uh, as we've said, a four-act group have bought into Clark and they're going with the methods. Even the big players seem to buy into Fitty's Fitty's DN, which can often be the problem. And and uh, long may it continue. Sixteen boys out for that. At last game, Brook, you think 16 it could be, be classed as semi-regular. I mean, you could mark a pretty good team out of the boys that missed the game. Oh, the, the second Ukraine game. Right. I mean, that's it now. It just We've shows got... you. I mean, he's not working with superstars, but he's got them no. drilled and he's doing a job for him. And you can see players are buzzing to be playing for Scotland and there's a smile on the face. 
that's probably the most pleasing thing as a as a long time fan. The amount of times we've travelled all over the place and and there are thousands of fans do it, and you see a substandard performance or an absolute shiter, and you and think also they're not really that bothered about it. Aye, the boys do not care. Eh? You're like fucking again. I do not care if we get beat by a dodgy decision or a, a better team. But what really pisses you off is you spend your holidays and your money and then you're like, this boys are just not giving a fuck and then they pull out the next squad or something. I, I hate it and it seems like we're away for that now and I'm I'm really happy. It's, it's really good. I think like, the last boy that you could say has been like a, is Ryan Fraser and I think Clark's dealt with him brilliantly to get him Mm-hmm. I'll keep him out then get him back in and well, he ended up creating a couple of goals in that first game it was just a couple of corners but it was decent delivery Deliveries, yeah. I think he needed that Fraser because if he'd went and had a stinker things might have kind of, might not have went so well but um, he's a good player in that squad even coming off a bench like aye he didn't do yep. much in Ukraine away but it was not really seen he was having a, a calf or something when he came off eh? oh, was he? Mm. I can't know if he'd picked up a knock but they showed a Clipped to the bench when he came off, and he was icing up something like. But uh, if I were thinking about Adams, because I thought he led the line really well in the first game, it just needs to get a goal aid, a couple of heaters in quick succession that he really should have scored. Yeah, uh, he, does he remind you of Kenny Miller? Kenny Miller because he's <laughs> a total workhorse. He's uh, he's like a team player. He does so much for the team. He runs himself on the ground, he holds the ball up the park, he gets free kicks, corners, throw-ins, but he's not, he's not going to be the most prolific boy in the world. No, but, no, but um, he, he yeah. does need to just he find to chip a goal. Because yeah, Miller did kind of chip in with a goal for Scotland. Some important teams yeah. in there. Aye. And I think he was probably unlucky not to start a second game, but I think with Dykes coming on and scoring the two, it probably... I think why it went in a... We did not really... We didn't need anything against Ireland, really. No, so yeah. I think Clark was maybe thinking, well, I need to leave a couple out so they're fresh for the away game. And I, I wait at Ukraine, isn't it a game for Dykes? It's it's a game for an Adam, so let's get run around and tire him out. Aye, but, well, we did need to win it in the end. Well, aye. Yeah. Great squad depth, though, now, because we're we're looking at this and we're, we've been panicking before, thinking, oh... Rob was out and or you know before <laughs> if Billy Gilmore was out around after the Euros or in the lead up to um, Ukraine would have been shitting herself he never played one minute in these three games and, and so we've got depth all over the park and it's it's fantastic to see just going back to that offside thing just as a measure across the three games Scotland were caught offside one time in all three games and the cumulative offside for the three teams was 11 times. Uh-huh. So that was definitely a factor. He's got them well drilled. And, and I saw that through the, the three matches. I thought it was brilliant. Like Arsenal in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dykes, for me, I think his role is going to be a last 15-10 new roughing boys up and if we need a, a different option to go long. Uh-huh. I don't think he's a starter if Adams is fit. If Adams is fit, no. I think... Um, it's probably unlikely we're going to have the three, four games in an international break too often again. So, no. Ken, if it's just two games, boys should be fit enough to play, to play two, two aye, games sure, in a row. For sure. If, if Adjink's leading the, the race new to start, sort of in the two behind the front, what, the front guy, Adams. Christy? Mm. 
uh, Christie was fantastic in the goal and assist, uh, was it? Yeah, Ireland. it was fantastic against Ireland. I was surprised to see him on the bench for the third game, to be honest. Um, yeah, uh, he's got to be one. I, I think John McGinn, it depends how we're playing, mm-hmm. but John McGinn is, is always going to be in contention if it's the right game um, to go up there. But also Ryan Fraser didn't have his chances any harm this yeah. one, this Ar- week either. Ar- Armstrong doesn't ever see me. Tacky's chance when he gets a start, does he? I thought he did okay, just nothing spectacular. No, not even even in the Ukraine first game. Him and Adams do have a bit of an understanding. You see, it's play, they play together. Don't they, yeah. That's maybe part of Clark's thinking for that team. Aye, mm-hmm. um, I don't. I think he doesn't do too much wrong, but no. he's just not quite set either. No, steady, steady Eddie. John McGinn. Then let's talk about him. He won his fiftieth cap over, yeah. over these three games. Um, and he was using his uh, favourite asset. Forgive me this one. Can we talk about your rear end? How big an asset is that? You've talked about so much. <laughs> you use it in play, don't you? Hi. Hi, it's probably... I always wait. If I, if I didn't have my backside, I'd date you over or something. Um, no disrespect to you. Um, no, but it's something I try to use to, to my strengths. Uh, I'm not the same as any midfield player down in the, the Premier League. I'm not as neat and tidy as them all. Uh, I'm certainly different, and I think that's something that's that's helped me in my career. He's right enough. He's very different to most Premier League midfielders. Uh, captain as well over these games for, for his 50th cap. Good captain, I would say. Maybe better captain than Robbo. Seems to have a bit more about him. I think he's more able to lead by example mm-hmm. on the pitch than fit Robbo is. I think at the time when Robbo was getting the captaincy, he was by far the standout player mm-hmm. ability-wise. Yep. And I, I didn't think there's a need to take the captaincy off him because... No way. No. Um, I think McGinn will defeat he does regardless well, of whether he's a captain. Best vice captain, that's, 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 it. that's fine. He stepped up, but I mean, it's nearly worked out for him being a captain at Villa, so again, it's a different yeah. uh, thing, but um, no, he's he's perfect as a vice yeah. captain. It's it's just, uh, the boys well. seem to love Clark, but they, say, oh, they seem to love John McGinn as well. He seems to be popular yeah. wherever he goes. The ages he knew? Uh, how old is he? 28 maybe? Uh, so he's got a bit of time left. Okay. Well, that's the thing. He could probably adapt his game and play a bit deeper as well. I think he has done it. Yeah, well, he tends to play deeper for Villa. I wouldn't say it particularly suits him because, like he says, he's he's probably not the most neat and tidy <laughs> player in possession of the bar. But then yeah. he sticks at Arson. <laughs> I actually thought the goal might get disallowed. I I have our check because it was almost like, a barge. It was borderline probably. It would have looked worse in a slow motion. Aye. It did die, but I think it was definitely a goal. I was, it oh, wasn't aye. a foul. Good finish. Um, it was like his fifteenth goal. He's closing in on Super Alley. He's on nineteen. Wow. He's on nineteen, and then obviously Law and Douglas are on thirty, weren't they? Mm. So he'll surely catch McCoist. Why he's gone? Would think so. But um, quite late starting, really. You know, was he? Didn't it? Well, can't mind. Twenty sixteen was his first cut. Aye, was that at Easter Road against somebody? Um, it was Denmark, oh, March Denmark. 26 in Denmark. Uh, okay. It was a period when he wasn't really like a regular, a regular starter. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he didn't score his first goal until 2019, so he <laughs> played that match in 2016 and it was three and a half years later before he scored against Russia. Aye. Aye. He's got like a f- freedom, isn't he, for Scotland? For, aye, it's nearly a free roll, but 
Uh, he's off Alicia Betty. Like, aye, aye. He's further forward. There's got to be. I can weave down. I think maybe was it the very first Hampden Park or second for we kind of put together our best Scotland eleven. I think if we were to do that again later this year or or next year, would this cr- couple of boys in this crop sneak in? Do you think? McGinn would have a chance. McGinn would be heading that way. Yeah. So we were saying 15 goals in in the last three years for Scotland. Tierney. Tierney must be heading that way. Tierney's definitely not going in. I think I already had Robertson in my team. I think Robbo was in. Tierney's got a hair. He's our best player by a mile, I would say. Well, he is, but if he's. He's made a glass. Off a duck here. <laughs> and every it's time he gets hit back, every time he gets hit, the Irish hit him. Was it a couple of times? Was it Ukrainians? Aye. Somebody hit him a couple of times. But as as a national fan, I think the only thing that's keeping him at Arsenal is the fact that he gets injured. Because mm. if he was bang at it and playing every single game, well, Madrid were sniffing for a while. City, City. Madrid, City. Mm-hmm. It's, and he is that good on his day, but you're only playing 15 games a year, though. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> and five of them are for Scotland. It's picking up a fair wage, you know. I think by aye. Uh, well, yeah, they say. The, I heard Arsenal were actually looking at Hickey. Aye, I think a four. Four went to, to Brentford. Brentford. Uh, Brentford just on the on the sure. doorstep. That's a fine wee club for him to develop before he goes to Arsenal. Tierney goes. Oh, hey Hickey. Uh, quality, quality. Good to see some of our players getting getting big moves. Again, and I came and spoke about Parson playing me regularly for Everton. Get well soon, Nathan Parson. I think it's five six weeks. Uh, I saw an Everton thing that he was getting beautiful. Uh, shame that. Shame if he just that, started I, flying. Uh, I thought that was a cruciate and a season out or something. Cause it looked like a my knee kind of, uh, which are not normally good ones. But five to six weeks is probably better than. Aye, got a rest from the World Cups on. And, I just uh, realised that uh, Tierney made his full debut for Scotland the same game as John McGinn. Oh, aye. Denmark, Denmark in, 2016, yeah. it feels like he's been a boot for a long time. Aye, it, it does. Uh, How old is he? He's 24. Is he, aye? He's now... He's just a young... 25-year-old. 25, 25 so. he? Then he, he could be one of that boys that's done by 30. He's never came yet. The boys uh, get injured a lot. He might need to make 27 <laughs> at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was asking me... Uh, does Robertson have 50 caps yet? I couldn't, I didn't think he did. I don't mind him. The big announcement oh, for Robo, but I thought surely. I know, I think he did. Did he? Uh, he just the four Euros or something. Was it? Uh, okay, I thought that must be. Um, well, we may, uh, maybe need to talk. He, Sorry, on you go, Brigie. He's got 59 caps. He's ah, well, well beyond it. Uh, we yeah. was there for his first. Was you out in Poland? I mind, I mind watching him running his debut. Uh, friendly uh, against Poland, wasn't it? Uh, Poland away. Remember Scott Brown scored. one all? 1-0 one one Scotland won the friend yeah. then we drew in the, the qualifying a few months later yeah. uh, he was still at Dundee United then wasn't he he made his debut yes uh, yeah he was he's I mean I think I've said on here before but his story is a dream story of football you can mark a movie of his career uh, unbelievable yeah. he's been Maybe released well. for Celtic Queen's Park Dundee United Hull Liverpool Champions League and then Euros and World Cup for Scotland and World Cup uh, <laughs> I win a World Cup win it aye. Uh, oh, we'll win it in America and Canada and um, that's our peak we'll win it for oh what a quality I hope we get here like, I'd seen I'd seen for their uh, putting it up to 64 teams isn't it <laughs> I hope that maybe need to mark oh, it 124 is it, or uh, <laughs> I said, well maybe we need to talk a wee 
bit about the fans. I've got a wee clip here for you in the ground at the Ireland game. There's not been an atmosphere like that um, at Hamden for a wee while. It was a good bounce at Hamden uh, oh. last Saturday and uh, we, we missed Saturday games we had this uh, week of football UEFA of them all day drinking 8 o'clock kick-off <laughs> brilliant Abdi was bouncing when you've got your bairns <laughs> I, well, that's, I bet they were loving a bounce to that and Oh, fantastic! When it was just, I'd, that was my hope when I decided to take my wee boy at game. He's mm-hmm. been beating the other games at like Moldova and that four, and I thought I'd love him to see a big game, a full house at Hamden. The game means something, and I we get a win. And I'd played him that song like "Free from Desire," mm-hmm. and he, I, I was like, oh, "I hope you get to see us winning." And they play at the end, and it was just uh, it, it, I made the hairs in the back of my neck stand up listening. To that. It was absolutely brilliant. See. Van Harm used to talk us doing from we were Burns John. I seem to remind, remember that I was being jumping, but it may be just because you were Burns and it was new and we were going to do the Glasgow watch football. But I mean, Hamden was rocking. The hail game, the hail game just felt like you were singing a hail time. Hamden's usually mute new unless mm-hmm. that was that was good. That was jumping on on Saturday. It was good to see. Yeah, brilliant. But oddly, when we we I went doing together um, for a sort of lads day on the Wednesday against Ukraine, that was a huge match, and there was fit forty. Was it forty two thousand? Something like that in the stadium, which was it. It never really I translated into anything like an atmosphere. And then at the shed before it, it was. It was deed, and then when we were after it, I mean, it wasn't a deed, but I mean, it certainly wasn't a, no, no. a bouncing like we'd seen. Like after we lost to Ukraine the first time, you'd have thought we'd won. <laughs> we, were Aye, we were bouncing. We were bouncing. Green shit. We were on venom. Four pints of venom. And did he green shit the next day? <laughs> <laughs> but I think the hell can Saturday boys drinking a day certainly adds to. An atmosphere. Oh, I, I think oh, there's probably sure. a downside of that that's becoming more apparent in the Tartan Army as well. well I was going to touch on that because again, there was, there was a funny atmosphere at times in the Ireland game with certain things. And you said over in Poland, there was a bit of fighting within the Scotland First fans. time I've ever seen it. Eh? It was pretty disappointing. I think uh, folk who have been at Ted Christopher gig, um, I'm <laughs> sure we'll never have seen much trouble other than no. boozy kind of boys kind of. Being daft, but um, I was certainly club rivalries by the sounds of it got brought into it, and oh, boys fighting and among each other. Which young boys? Um, I, I was I never actually mm. seen it, but that's what folk were saying. Certainly, is the, the better Scotland are getting and the, the more success we're getting, there are a lot more Tartan Army coming out of woodwork that, that hadn't been seen <laughs> for a long time, and. I guess the young crowd uh, they're not just happy with the drink like we were <laughs> I think Chem- was, chemically induced performances yeah I think that was what was said they had went up a tune and came back um, in about a state and uh, it's sad to, sad to see I've seen a few comments on like the Tartan Army groups and that about other little bits of problems and during the Ireland game and stuff as well uh, which there was a lot of boys I, well because it was a late kick off I mean, I, I'm obviously there with my, my seven-year-old loon, and I was 
sober um, and so I was able to see what was going on and there was a, a lot of really drunk folk running about us but yeah. for the most part it was absolutely fine like you say I was good it was a, a lot of boys like it was a, a road just in front of us and their sole purpose seemed to be uh, just get stuck right up at Irish fans that were just down below us we were just at the end of the upper tier and they spent more time shouting at them and giving them a bird and stuff than they did watching the game and I hey. thought what you the thing is that game against Ireland is usually pretty friendly and uh, they were, well, I heard a lot of comments so. saying how great the atmosphere was for their point yeah. of view at Hamden and Aruna Toon but fan did we start booing other anthems like again England's anthem yes we boo that we, we gusto <laughs> but usually we're very good at respecting other yeah. anthems and then there was quite a lot of booing for Irish and again if it was Rangers fans or I think it, the week of football that it was we the the minutes applause are for, for the Queen mm. on the Woodens there Tuesday and then it was almost like Rangers fans were annoyed at Celtic fans that day and then so we're going to be we'll the opposite wiring and it, it, it seemed pretty pathetic and then it seemed to cause a few problems again out in Poland but I mean that was just one thing I mean I still think 98% of the Tartan army are probably reasonably and you've got to welcome all the youngins I mean and, oh, and I've met loads of good young fans when we were in yeah. Austria and stuff like that earlier this year your, your cousin and Countdown Dave I, <laughs> <laughs> and, the only Tartan I remember ever be on Countdown yep well, well no I know two oh, um, well. uh, but um, I, they, these I boys are going to be the future we're not going to be able to keep going drinking and singing and back in the team well, the same way we have done for years well, forever. Year, yeah. you're a bit older than us though Brie. <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> not much but, uh, maybe um, it is just us getting all farts maybe but it's it is easy to just say ah oh, young boys and ah because you see some fucking idiots it's like, all oh, and ah well, well that's right Boy the Hickey. boy in Moldova. Remember the boy in Moldova? Uh, boy in Moldova. He wasn't a young, he was a complete tool. Uh, um, James Mill. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, James Mill and Daz McCarster are the new new breed of the, uh, the apple pie tartan army. <laughs> I came across a website today that made flags. I was pretty tempted. Uh, apple pie tartan army. It was. Uh, well, everybody else seems to be jumping. I seen it on the TV. It was like uh, uh, Scot- the Scotland get battered everywhere they go. Tartan army. That was <laughs> on the, I thought, oh, fucking hell, there's Aye. So uh, we'll hit we'll talk a bit about God himself. Steve Clark. I mean, when I put in the group, it was it yesterday, Geisher, Geisher agenda items for the pod and more. The one thing it came back was just Steve Clark equals God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true enough. He, he, got it spot, true. he got it spot on our week. And in fact, the only time he hasn't really got it spot on was that last little camp, uh, the last triple header, quadruple header, if it was. But he learnt, he, he's learnt for that and he's not too big to say, I got it wrong. We weren't at it and we've approved. And he, you know, he's got to get out of the credit, really. He to does. Th- to think after getting humped by Ukraine, and it was an absolute oh, it was humping, a doing, eh? to go and take four points off them, you would never have thought that was going to happen. And Well, no. we predicted it wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> and with the setbacks we had, with the injuries, and then mere injuries and suspensions, and then some fucking mystery virus, which I'm not sure if I ever was in or no, but... I um, think um, some of the players had maybe been at that juicy ditty bar <laughs> that you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, aye, to just get that performance out of 
that bunch of players that ended up playing that night was was uh, something something yep. different. I have to Go say that I I said in the last pod that I hoped the June was a wee blip. Mm-hmm. And I spoke about the individual mistakes that could have been the things that turned the game against Ireland away and stuff like that. And I hoped that it was a blip and we could pick it up and move on. But I have to say, I was carrying just a little wee bit of <laughs> doubt that maybe we had sort of peaked. Yeah. And maybe I was like, oh, please don't let it be. But I, I didn't think I can ever do them again. I think we're still on the way up and I think we've seen yeah. a peak yet. I, I, I kind of doubt the man, eh? He is able to get a tune out of everybody in that squad, whether they're playing Championship in England, Premiership in England, abroad, SPL, whatever. He's got them all playing at top level, well organised, understand the game plan, they understand how to translate that into a performance. They all want to be there. That's all, that's all him and his backroom team. They've built that. Strong and hand. And strong hand. Yeah. Didn't have his best week, I didn't think. No, they were just whipped yeah. in and dykes flipping. Did you uh, see? They did a did a corner against Ireland, uh, and it was exactly time. like the uh, they started off exactly uh, like in Maloney, uh, and I thought, right. here we go again. Uh, but mm. actually, somebody blocked it first man. <laughs> <laughs> somebody watched the video, uh, <laughs> which had been our face. We've only showed it a million times. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised we've not seen a. Is Carver still involved? Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, he is. I. When you look at a squad in Arthur, like Ken Adams is mid twenties, mm-hmm. Tierney's mid twenties, McKen Robertson are twenty eight or something. And we're teams in that Aye. other than goalie, and high still he question marks your centre halves. Um, if we could find us like a brilliant centre half, or if one of that guys becomes comes a brilliant centre half, aye, yeah. then Do you think Henry's got the best chance. I'm not sure because apparently he's only played 97 minutes in Serie A this yeah. season, which is a wee bit of worry if that's going to be. He's the biggest hope of a long term uh, top defender, uh, as it looks just now. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the one it's, with a chance. If it's he mid 20s now. I think he's he's been kicking yeah. about a while, hasn't he? Because he was it. He was it. Um, St. Mirren, then Celtic, wasn't it? Before he, he went to Wabrod. Dundee, Dundee, then St. Mirren. Dundee, uh, Dundee then Celtic. Uh, say, uh, he's 20, 27, so uh, he's near, near right, young. That's uh, all I learned, I thought, actually. It's for a yeah. centre half, though, you're just getting to be looking at coming Yeah, yeah, prime. When you see him standing next to like, other players, he's a big loon. Like, he's a unit, eh? Hey? Six foot five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you think, two years ago, he got loaned out to Melbourne City that's where folk yeah. top players go to just wind yeah, their career yeah, doing yeah. and stuff like that so he's done so well I mean fair play to him fair play yeah brilliant it's just it's just mental that how different atmosphere around the squad is and how Steve Clark touching it the, the, the fans have made a connection with the players new than they did in the likes of Strachan Levine McLeish and it, it was almost a bit uh-huh. standoffish there seems to be a lot more Engagement with the crowd now, and we're getting the performances that we deserve. And it's our duty, Steve Clark, and in the, in the atmosphere he's creating around the squad that they want to be there. Definitely, but there's nothing sure on Fitba now that Fitba fans are kind of fickle because Erzbrook, you had a seed of doubt after hmm. having a few bad games, and if we'd went and had three stinking games just now, suddenly Clark we'd be, <laughs> well, you'd hear a good portion of the fans saying, get a out. Jesus, Brookie. Is that you? Oh, I've just figured out what it is. I just figured out what it is. Sorry, no. 
Was that, yeah, was that an email <laughs> I'm, about... back to our, I'm back to our first pod. I'll stop touching it. Was that an email about blue pills? <laughs> <laughs> I'm near at all. I've seen in the interview now Clark was hinting for a new contract. I think his contract runs out after. Um, was it after Euros. the next Euro campaign? No, Aye, Euros. Because he was saying, uh, if in the folk were saying, oh, this will give you put two for the World Cup. And I says, ah, that's for another coach. That's beyond my contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was taking the piss, like, but it was also a hint to get me signed up. Uh, and we need, oh. I think they need to break it back and make sure he stays. Because yep. who else is going to take on that job? Well, I'm right, no, looking name, forward to that. <laughs> there's there's an anybody that springs to mind, but Boys. also one that would that would bide in the Scotland job. And Clark seems he seems happy in the role. Pretty sure, happy, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, we've spoken about that before, and how he's he's quite happy there, close to family and grandkids and all that sort of stuff. And he's able to live in the area he grew up and stuff. So, Joe, and. Was, if you look, if you watch his interview after that last Ukraine game, he was absolutely buzzing. Eh? He was cracking oh, the one-liners, nothing. Smiling, laughing, nothing. Brilliant to see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm chuffed for him. I'm delighted that we've got a manager that it's working out for. Um, he's what a, what a boost, and just I, I honestly think I agree with him. I think we'll qualify from our group Euro twenty. 24. I think we'll I'll be going away for two weeks in Germany with the <laughs> families going log, to the games. Log cabin in the Black Forest, is that an issue? <laughs> <laughs> right, well, well, we're going to come on to that in a second, uh, our potential group of opponents in, in League A adventure and, and anything else. But I've got, it was my turn to set the challenge this uh, week. I think me and Brookie have got a point each, and John's currently sitting on zero, so he needs the win. Ooh, I can so see how his fucking challenges are going. Mate. We discussed uh, Fitness He Niz. It's uh, a bit of a steal for Quickly Kevin podcast, but they stole it for somebody else, so it doesn't matter. Um, so it's starting 11. You guys get two lives each. You've got to name the starting 11 in a game of my choice which will be a Scotland game obviously um, so you'll take it in turns to uh, name a player and only if they started subs that came on don't count because I had not wrote them no. so it's starting lineup only um, two lives each and it's kind of like penalties the other person has to uh, get it right after they lost See their last life okay so here's the game the game took place at Hamden mm-hmm. on the 15th of November 2003 the score was Scotland 1, Netherlands 0. Okay. It was a playoff first leg. We'll not mention oh, the second leg. I'm struggling. Right. Right. I was uh, definitely there. I was definitely there. Brookie, I think we maybe are there. I was, no, I was watching it in a pub in Edinburgh. Heads or tails, Brookie? Tails. It's heads. Oof. Fuck off. So, <laughs> could have first. been anything. It could have landed on the edge. You wouldn't have cared. I have no idea. John could be looking at the teams. No, no, I'm not. Brookie could. Oh, Tay. And they're looking at a team, Brookie. And they're cheating. No, no. Right. So you can name either of uh, Scotland or the Netherlands uh, team. Oh, it's Netherlands. It's not just Scotland. Oh, right. So yeah. it's just starting 11. So there's 22 players to choose for. You play along at home as well. And I'll read out the full team lineups when we're finished. John, on you go. Name your first player. Start with an easy goal scorer. James McFadden. Correct. Brookie. Darren Fletcher. Correct. Craig Gordon. Uh, first life down. Rookie. Uh, we'll go for Barry Ferguson. Correct. Clarence Seedorf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quick game, Rookie, you need one. 
more. Uh, Christian Daly. Correct. I didn't hear about type in there. Like. <laughs> no, no. Um, I'll read you the teams. Um, so the, Douglas would have been Rob Douglas, Douglas, Jackie McNamara, Christian Daly, Stephen Presley, Gary Naismith, Lee Wilkie, <laughs> <laughs> Barry Ferguson, Darren Fletcher, Paul Dickoff, Neil McCann, and James McFadden. Wow, we'd only got three. Honestly, now. how did we beat this Dutch team? Wait to hear a Dutch team. No. They wanted to beat 6 0 Nil- in Holland. Edwin van der Sar, Frank de Boer, Andre Ouija, Ouija Board, Yap Stam, Philip Koku, Edgar Davids, <laughs> Mark Overmars, Van Bronckhorst, Andy van der Meda, Patrick Kluivert, and Ruud van Nistelrooy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why was Seedorf not playing? Was he in the best? Must have been injured in the best. Okay. Resting, <laughs> resting him for a home leg. <laughs> well, John, That's you did a, well there. How <laughs> about I just set challenges for you two? <laughs> so it's 2 1 0 at the moment. And uh, I think it's back to you next time, Brookie, to set the. No, it's me. No, no, did it's you go first? It's me. Yeah. Was that a picture you did first? Ah, that's right. Was it? Did I picture in mine the first time? Ah, that's right. You oh, boys well. complained my name was too tough last time. Ah, it was a tough quiz, like. <laughs> anyway, we, we touched on that before we, we got on there. Hopefully, uh, some of you managed to do a bit better than John. But <laughs> 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 to be fair, you would have been quite young then, anyway. Although you should have been in your football loving prime, wouldn't about then? Aye, uh, but I probably it was a time when I probably didn't watch. Was playing more than watching. Aye, we'll go with that. Sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> right, Euro uh, qualifying draw is next month we've obviously secured pot, pot two which is amazing um potentially i mean we, we we were picking our own groups to see potentially we could get a pretty easy group but we could still get a honking group there's still some good teams yeah. in a couple of pots below us mm-hmm. yep uh, i don't know if md's got it in front of them but i've got them yeah um so i mean just as a example of a, a really good group um, you could be looking at something like Hungary, Scotland, Armenia, Luxembourg, Gibraltar, San Marino, <laughs> uh, which would be just, yep, book a plane. I was fancying Andorra, Gibraltar, Faroes, Armenia. That'll be a Ham's keen on Andorra. Like, team I've never Andorra. been in. It's fine. It's just between Spain and France. Fine. <laughs> it's sunny. Yeah. Do they still play at New Camp or is it they've got the rain ground new, do they? They uh, used to play so. a few games at New Camp. PK owns the club team. Does he? The honking group I've got the here. Group. Belgium, Norway, yeah. Turkey, Slovakia, Liechtenstein. I had Sweden <laughs> instead of Norway, so I Belgium, uh, Sweden, Turkey, wow, Slovakia. I mean that team we're getting. I think the obvious pot one team. Is hungry, but they're, they're in flying. pot one for a reason. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not fussed about. I, I would rather just pick a good. Like, can we go to Spain and get a wee holiday or Croatia? And go to a nice warm weather. Like, you want the. I think we want the pot one team to be a team that's just going to guarantee to be Abdel. Party <laughs> venue for us, but beat pot three and four and five or uh, whatever. This is hump Abdi. Yeah, hump Abdi. Probably including us. I yeah. think I would take a, a Croatia or Switzerland. I mean, we'll beat Denmark at home, so uh, we could, or Poland. I mean, there's nothing to say that we couldn't get three points out of six against a Denmark or Poland. Modric just got to struggle at some point. Though, he's going to be, surely he's going to f- fucking... I wouldn't be retire. too scared of Poland, I think. 
Matt Lewandowski's a right. He played the last time. Uh, true. <laughs> Looking at pot three, there's a few teams we want to avoid. Uh, Ukraine, yep. Norway, Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just, uh, R- Romania would be That's pretty that. tough as well. That tough away, away trip. Uh, I fancy yeah. Iceland. Uh, I think they're on a decline, eh? Iceland. Or Ireland yeah. again. They were shit. <laughs> or, or we get the, you know, Albania will be in them. I'd rather be really like a British gung-ho tie like Ireland or Wales. I'd rather avoid that. Like, yeah, uh, kind of. It's almost like a derby, you know why? It's mm-hmm. a grindy. Yeah. You can go either way. Well, at least we kind of get England or Wales, so it would that, be a trip to North or South Ireland if we got one of them. But uh, oh, that's, uh, I mean, doing in like Port 5 or something like that. I uh, pot five, but weirdly, I was looking at Slovakia are down in pot five. Okay. Yeah, they, Turkey, they Greece, in pot four, Turkey. Yeah. Uh, Turkey seem to be on the way down. It would, would but it's the toughie. Uh, Some like Kosovo. Kosovo have had some really big results. So uh, pot four, you probably did. Georgia. They've always been a bit of a Achilles heel for us. So we're saying as we're in pot two, but it's not made much difference. So we still get beat by four teams probably. <laughs> I think the difference is we should be a team that we're now we're confident eh? goes and beats pot four, pot five, pot six teams, and that should be two wins. No, should yeah. be. And then you need to take four points for third. Aye, pot yeah, and that's it. And, 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 and hope you can get the bonus of a home win against the top ranked team if you just get it. Doesn't it? No. Well, it's not needed yeah. if if you do the job with the lower pot teams. Yeah, which I'm a lot more confident about now than I ever have been. Mm. Any time following Scotland, sure, sure. Certainly, as an adult, anyway. Yeah, so we'll take. I I hope we didn't get something different. I I didn't want to go to uh, Belgium again. I didn't want Poland again. I want to go somewhere different. Switzerland will bankrupt us. So if we could go to like (laughs) Portugal, Portugal Portugal or Spain or something would be. um, Tell you the good thing is. I noticed Israel also got promoted to League A, didn't they? So we want to be we want to play them again in the Nations League, Aye, which is good. Uh, is it seeded? Uh, we, uh, well, it's uh, yeah. Pot one, two, three, four. So we're in Pot four, so we cannot play a, in the sh- Nations League. We cannot play oh, Israel, rude. Bosnia, or Serbia. We cannot play them. You think our League A adventure is going to be pretty short lived <laughs> in yes. the Nations yeah. League? <laughs> I'm thinking, Hungary are a pot two team, though. They're pot two, but again, but they're there for a reason. reason. You just want to glamorise it, eh? You just want the. You do. I like, want France, Italy. Uh, I Italy. France, Portugal, and Spain or Italy, something like that. It'd be good fun for the trips. I think, I think Holland would be a decent trip uh, now, but uh, again, another direct flight favour, Dean. <laughs> I, think, I don't think that really big. I think we take the Nations League most serious, but League B and C teams, and for D, it's it's massive. But I don't think the League A take it all that seriously. No, but, no, C, but not as much they, as we do. If they get themselves in a position to, they might win it. And if you but, look at England, they didn't arrest him. Like, no. they were, hey, England might hear the shout, so it's only Nations League, but they were buzzing from they were in the semi-final, calling it the best tournament in the yeah. world. <laughs> Something I was wondering about with Nations League next time, they haven't confirmed it yet, I was looking it up earlier, but in the previous Nations League, which was before the World Cup, they had a playoff route through the Nations League to get to the World Cup. Now, okay. even if we could somehow manage to finish third in our League A group, okay, 
then does it work that, that if the yeah, two teams well, above us have, have uh, they've qualified through the qualification route anyway? Could we maybe find a path to? Thought they maybe uh, change the that a bit that you hit to win a group to be in a playoff. No, yeah, maybe no. Nah. I thought the World Cup there was less uh, spots, but uh, that would be a difficult playoff anyway because we'd just be in with the other teams. That's right, around that level anyway. So let's hope we don't need it. We should still be in pot two for the World Cup qualifying. So hope so. Yeah, hope so. But right, let's just go. please for Germany give us a give us a great group. Near the stinker, I like. I really, really want to go to Germany to the Euros. Please, ah, that'd be good. Okay, well, we'll see what the the Euro uh, draw is in store for us. I think it's on my birthday, ninth October. It's not long a what? Yeah. Well, is that you? Forty two, forty three. Feel like it, but no. Not quite the same age as you yet, Brigitte. Yeah. Have, no. we got, uh, have we got anything else we need to chuck in for us, Pod, or have we done it? So I've hit the hour mark. Con- yes. Contractual obligations have been met. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't be back until what? Um, well, we'll March, maybe pop back if there's friendlies before the World Cup, will we? Aye, Ireland are playing two friendlies in November just before the World Cup. But I would think that like USA or somebody will want to play us, will they? That are in I did group. hear rumours of Turkey v Scotland, mm. but it might just have been. I, I, don't think, I think that's just. Teams that aren't in the World Cup, isn't it? Oh, right, okay. Because there's no space in the like. I don't know if you it is, but um, part of the national teams are obligated to play ten games a year, and we've only played nine. Oh, right. so, ten games an awful lot. Uh, well, who knows? But hey, maybe it could be. It might be March then before we we're back. But we'll maybe do a Christmas special or something. It's alright because we want to be back on speaking about how bad we are. We can just revel in this glory for the next few months. months. (laughs) Bring in the new year, happy. There we go. I think we did that last year, actually. I think we did. Yeah. Right. That'll do us, will it? Yep. Well, as always, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'll be back next week without these two uh, in the regular series. Uh, delayed it a week uh, to do this one. But uh, I've got a couple of guests lined up, so I'm looking forward to get going properly with the new series, Season 6. Feel free to message us at the usual places if you want to talk Scotland. Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Rookie loves an online debate. And failing that, you'll hook in Daz McAllister with something controversial. Uh, let's hope the draw is kind to us next month and join us a nice birthday um, and if we've got some pre-World Cup friendlies we'll maybe be back in your ears sooner than later feeling that it could be a while but uh, we'll maybe come back with a Christmas special or something anyway see you later John see you later and Brookie see you next time right, see you later guys magic let's enjoy all those goals
goes Dykes again. Dykes does it again. A double from Lyndon Dykes off the bench. And a post. Again. Now Taylor. Christie. Taylor's continued his run. 